0: Hi there, this is Sue Grant Marshall. I've been writing a series for City Press, oh my goodness, I've forgotten how long it is now, but possibly six or seven years, called Winning Women. And I have one in front of me right now, and she is a scientist, she's a businesswoman, she's an entrepreneur. Oh my goodness, there are so many things that Danao Dioma. Is I don't know where to start and end, so I'm going to plunge right in and explain just what it is she does in a nutshell. So Deneo has said that I can give her age, 29. She's co-founder and COO of Cape Biotechnologies and also the founder of Deep Medical Therapeutics, and she will explain that to us shortly. So. Welcome, welcome to City Press and our digital online, you know all the fast answers because you're so (laughs) up there in the science world What exactly is it that you do?
1: Thank you so much, Sue. So I would consider myself as a biotech entrepreneur. Um, I really am quite passionate about the biotechnology space and entrepreneurship as well. Um, So firstly, I'm the CEO of Cape Biotechnologies, which is an exciting company. What we do is that we manufacture enzymes that are used to analyze DNA. So we actually develop them in a lab and then manufacture them. And it's an exciting opportunity for us because we are currently the only company in Africa that does this. The South African and African market as a whole um, relies solely on imports from either the U.S. or Europe, and we are able to then fill that gap in the market. So, do you mean importing enzymes? Yes. Good gracious, I can't even imagine that. Do they come in a bottle or a tank? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I actually thought you wanted me to answer that, (laughs) Um, but. Yes, so we currently import all of these, so it's really such a nice opportunity for us as a company to be able to fill that gap. And I must have actually also say that it's quite a success story for the Department of Science and Technology or now the DSI yes. um, and the CSIR because they worked quite closely to be able to then develop these products. Um, and we are really excited that we're at the forefront of this, this, this technology and hopefully then we are able to make a positive impact in South Africa and then of course there is deep medical therapeutics um of which i started and what this company does is that we look at the use of um, technology to solve for diseases. And to be more specific, we look at the use of artificial intelligence to solve for drug-resistant diseases and looking specifically at TB. Yes. Um, so TB is just one of those um, diseases that constantly mutates. And we would like to then use the power of big data together with artificial in- intelligence in a simple manner that is um, user-friendly to be able to diagnose and treat TB specifically in remote areas. And why did you choose TB? I understand that
0: TB actually kills more people, but correct me if I'm wrong, worldwide than does HIV/AIDS?
1: Absolutely. I think just on the public health sector, we're, we're, we're doing quite well in terms of the treatment and management of HIV. Yes. But with TB, we're still um, struggling, and um, there are a variety of, of, of reasons for that. So, for example, we have limited um, treatment options um, for the disease. We It's also a very difficult disease to treat. The medication is just completely horrible. People suffer from. Terrible um, side effects, so yes. which makes it very difficult for them to adhere to that medication. Yes. Yes. And also because of that, um, the disease then mutates. Um, and, and because when people don't take the the antibiotics uh, as prescribed, the disease yes. then gets the opportunity to, to mutate. Yes. And of course, it's a contagious disease, so it's 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 a really tough one to treat. And I think that is one of the reasons why I was more drawn to work with TB because of the pressing need um, yes. over over HIV. Yes. And you have as a an individual, a deep sense of
0: wanting to not give back, you're too young to give back, <laughs> a deep sense of making a difference, making an impact right. on this country you love so much, mm-hmm. South Africa, to the extent that um, you got a scholarship, it
1: was a scholarship, to go to Cambridge, am, am I am I right? Yes, Cambridge I'm, University in England. in England. Yes, so after I studied my master's, mm. I got an, an offer to do a PhD. Because oh, you did your first master's yes. <laughs> at Wits University. Yes. yes, and then um, I then carried on and did a second master's at Cambridge. And after that, I got an opportunity to stay on and, and, and work on a project that I was working on while doing my masters, but I really had the sense of that, you know, I have to come back to South Africa, use all the knowledge and skills that I've gained at Cambridge, the exposure and the learnings, come back to South Africa and just do something that would be of significance and actually help my country. So it was a very brave decision to just really say no to such a prestigious, I mean, it was quite a prestigious offer, but Mm. in my mind, I knew that there is more that I had to do. Um, South Africa needs me more than, than Cambridge does essentially oh. so I, I, I said no to that opportunity came yes. back home and yes. started working on deep medical therapeutics and what explain that deep deep <laughs> medical therapeutics <laughs> I know
0: people say things like you know skin deep or yes. whatever but what is deep medical therapeutics.
1: So when I came up with the with the name, actually I was it was a play on artificial intelligence, deep learning. Oh yes. Um, so it's also, deep learning is just one of the tools that I use in an in, in artificial intelligence. So if you see a company that's called Deep Finance or Deep Mind, you know that there's a play on or, or there's a use of artificial intelligence. Oh. And my vision was really how do we use AI yes. um, in the healthcare sector. So then the medical came in and then therapeutics because I want to Use this technology to treat and, mm. and, and to diagnose and treat people or um, to essentially treat diseases. So that's where the name Deep Medical Therapeutics came along. So oh, wow. I, I'm trusting that anyone who sees the name yes. knows that it's associated with some sort of um, AI technology yes. Oh, isn't that
0: interesting? So, people, not me, clearly. <laughs> You as well, Sue, who see deep medical, deep whatever, yes. um, young people like you, you know instantly that that's got something to do with AI, yes. artificial intelligence. That's right. My goodness. Oh, I learned something every day. So what I want to ask you next is your um, work involves using technology to treat TB, which as you said earlier it it does mutate it does change, mm-hmm. and what I find fascinating is that, to the extent various parts of the country yes. have different biospheres, and that that could be involved in different mutations i I don't think i've got it quite right but but, but you can, can you answer that question
1: <laughs> uh, no so you so you're absolutely right and um, so what researchers are finding is that, for example, the TB in South Africa is not the same as the TB in China, it's not the same as the TB in US. Yeah, But more interestingly, is that the TB in the Western Cape, for example, is not the same as the one in KZN. A compact
0: difference. Why? Why?
1: It's just um, uh, several it fact, factors that with influence the, how it, with it the soil, mutates. It's the air we breathe. Probably, probably. Um, one of the things that we also look at is the um uh, what what they look at is the microbiome in 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 people's lungs which is yes. affected by the air of that course. we breathe the food that we eat it's it's so complex um yes um, it's it's really a complex thing that essentially contributes to what um causes these genetic yes. mutations which so yes. is environmental factors essentially yes um but that's right and now the key issue is that we've developed almost like a blanket approach to the diagnosis and treatment of, of TB yes. and researchers are learning that this is not the case, we need to go move towards a more personalized yes. um, way of, of, of doing things and I yes. think this is where the technology that I've proposed together with AI is able to then start looking towards a more personalized treatment to the di- personalized diagnosis and treatment of TB based yes. on one's um, genetic profile and yes. also the strain of TB that you have Isn't that fascinating?
0: Oh my. Goodness, it's almost like, I'm being flippant here, when you're such a a strong, deep scientist, it's almost like designer jeans, you know now, you fill in a form and send it off to wherever and they make jeans that fit exactly,
1: do you know what I mean? Absolutely, and that's where really medicine should be going towards, and I mean, uh, theoretically people think that it's actually quite an expensive way of, of doing things if you go into the more personalized medicine Um, way of doing things, but it's such a dire need. We have to look towards personalizing the treatment of of diseases. That's where you'll get the most positive outcomes. Yes, yes, and you know
0: I'm chatting to Deneo Dioma. I've got to find this quote from Bill Gates because we are living through, oops, not that one, we are living through an era of It's not yet even an era, it's a time of the coronavirus, and what I found interesting in doing research for this interview, um, Denea, is that some time ago, we all know Bill Gates, billionaire philanthropist and Microsoft co-founder, and he, I never knew this, has repeatedly warned that a global pandemic Is an existential threat that needs to be addressed Mm. and this was before coronavirus and he said and quote if anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus Mm. rather than a war not missiles but microbes Mm. and that's what you're so involved in now the work that you're doing is there any way that in I don't know, time to come in the next, I'm being cheeky, months, decades <laughs> could have an impact on, let me just say, not the coronavirus, because I mean, it's right here, it's sweeping the world, but something like it, bearing in mind what Bill Gates yes. said a little while ago, would your work have some relevance in that in
1: that sphere? Absolutely. So my ultimate vision really is to be able to build a global database where we collect um, information on different diseases, their genetic strains, but also collect a database of um, different treatments, whether it be antibiotics or different medications, chemical compounds that we know would treat these diseases. Uh, So if, for example, if this um, platform is then there in place, if a disease like coronavirus comes up, we are able to then start doing gene sequencing and learning more about like how this disease behaves, but then match it up to this database and say, okay, using AI and big data analysis, we know that um, we can use this information that we have to then, be able to recommend a treatment for um, the coronavirus, but it would obviously need a massive amounts of data about the disease and also about the possible um, treatments that we can yes, use. So yes. we can find if this if a platform like this was to be in place here today, we could perhaps even find that um, a, a medication that is used to treat colorectal cancer, for example, yes, yes. can be used to treat um, the coronavirus. coronavirus. So um, AI is able to then pick up these um, specific trends in 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 in, in data, and yes. we, then we we start learning from um, this 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 different information. So yes, this is why our focus really is on understanding number one how diseases mutate, but also then starting to collect enough information and data on possible treatments yes. so that we can learn how to then treat these diseases yes. and also with time then use this data to even yes. create new medications wow. where we won't waste our time um, spending tons of money yes. doing um, medical trials or um, developing drugs you know we're yes. able to to harness the power of big data and, and, and AI to be able to then design these drug compounds yes. that we know would for example treat um, the coronavirus and we're able to shorten this time period so yes. maybe if it takes two years for us to develop a new drug leveraging on the power of of AI, we can turn this into a couple of months. Imagine if we could do that for the coronavirus. And Bill Gates is absolutely right that mm-hmm. I mean and that's the issue with these with these with these microbes and these this bacteria is that it mutates. So you come up with a disease to with a with a drug my apologies, yes. today, yes. the disease has mutated and yes. now it's become drug resistant. We need to design ways in which we respond quickly yes. to these mutations and have the right drugs um, to be able to treat them. And really AI and big data is at the cusp of this and we're, we'll be able to, to to have such inventions with these um, systems in place and that is really my innovation and my, my passion. Yes. Um, we are already starting with TB but in the long term we want to move into other disease areas that is able to then um, treat these type of diseases using this technology. How
0: fascinating now because I'm sure everyone's riveted listening to what you've been talking about. I'm... I'm Going to get into where you come from yes. to give some understanding and inspiration to other people who want to follow in your footsteps. You don't come from a wealthy family. Both your your mum and your dad um, were teachers. I don't know if they're still teaching. You come from um, Brumfontein yes. originally. You went to Eunice, yes. um girls' high school, yes. and and then. People who were looking, now What it was Alan Gray, Yes, I that's think. right. Yes. That cool. Explain how you ended up at Vitz on an Alan Gray, what, scholarship or program?
1: Okay, so um, I actually got awarded the, the scholarship in grade 12. And that's because it really was by chance. I, I, I can't say I, I did anything specific, yes. um, but one of my teachers actually um, identified me and said, "You know, we really want you to get involved in some entrepreneurial programs at at the school." At the time, it was a Christmas market that um, they'd been running for a, cup, a couple of years, and they wanted some students to understand the business model mm. and, and and look into entrepreneurship. And they chose three um, students and I was one of them, um, and from that we were able to go um, present uh, you know, at, at, at different comp- competitions, one of them being in the Ukraine, and when I came Ukraine? back, yes, the Ukraine. <laughs> you yes. flew to I the think... Ukraine. Um, yes, that was my first international school trip, which is yes. really quite interesting. I wow. didn't expect it to be that hot, but it was blazing hot. <laughs> we went in the middle of summer. Oh, um, yes. um, and when I came back, uh, at the time, Alan Gray was still relatively new. So what they would do is that they would send out application forms to specific schools and tell the teachers to pick the top five um, um, students oh, to apply for this yes. this, this opportunity, yes. things have changed now, it's really um, open to everyone, mm-hmm. but um, essentially because I'd been involved with this Christmas market and I was already excelling at school, I was selected to then apply for this um, scholarship opportunity, mm. um, and it was quite a rigorous application form by the way, I really had to do a lot of soul-searching and, and, and self-introspection. Um, And what it really brought out of me was the fact that I wanted to make an impact in South Africa. I didn't know how at the time, but I really wanted to be a leader and make a difference in my society. Um, And so I got accepted into the the scholarship and um, it really has had such a massive impact on my mindset. um, How I believe I would like to contribute to to, to South Africa and the world at at large. And it helped to really just develop the sense of, of of an entrepreneurial mindset, whether yes. it's in corporate or in, in the business space. I've chosen um, to work specifically in the biotech space. But really how do we then use that entrepreneurial mindset to make an impact in that industry yes. whilst doing still doing good? So there's a massive emphasis on doing good yes. to society because this is also one of the visions of of, of Dr. Gray himself who yes. started the organization who recently passed away. He yes. believed that It's the youth of South Africa that is going to solve its societal problems. It's not government. It's not a corporate. It Mm. is us as young people. But we need to be equipped with the right resources, be it education, being a a supportive network, be it um, with uh, the development of an entrepreneurial mindset. And once we have that, then we'll be free to really hit the sky and and, and solve the different challenges that we have as a nation. Isn't that fantastic? So it was Alan
0: Gray's Orbis, Orbis what's the full name? Orbis Foundation. What a a vision he had Mm -hmm. and how fascinating that he has inculcated through this foundation his passion for young people so many of whom in South Africa are out of jobs even if they're university graduates and here comes this multi-talented young Deneo Dioma who has not only fulfilled his vision and you're only just taking off you've got a long way to go and isn't that
1: absolutely
0: brilliant
1: I I am so grateful for the opportunity, I really consider it as a privilege Um, and I I take it that it's my responsibility, you mentioned something about unemployment, youth unemployment. It's my responsibility to solve that. It's not someone else's, it's not the government's, it's my personal responsibility. I have been given the privilege to go to a good university, um, uh, the privilege to even have the the opportunity to study, know the people that we know, you know, just our different life experiences. But we have that responsibility to solve the challenges that we have as a society, and one of them is youth unemployment. Yes.
0: Ah, well, with those extraordinarily satisfying and challenging remarks, because they are that youth must step up to the plate and help solve, ooh, yeah, the many problems yes. that um, yeah that face young people in this country. I have so enjoyed chatting to you, <laughs> Tania yes. Dioma, and I wish you all the luck in the world. And this is a trajectory you're just going to reach for those stars and keep on and one day your name and whatever however many more companies are going to be blazed across the world well done thank Thank you you.
1: i really appreciate the words of encouragement (laughs) thank
0: you dineo bye-bye